This is a podcast by the Business Times. Welcome to Money Hacks, a podcast series by the Business Times, where we explore useful financial tips. I'm your host, Chris Lim. It's become important for many people to set up either a part-time business or main business based on their passions and the disruptions and uncertainty caused by the COVID-19 pandemic has been a trigger for many people to make this jump. But making real money from your passion or your beliefs, really transforming it to something that you can do full-time is another matter entirely. So we're going to tell you how to turn your passions or beliefs into a money-making ESG business in this episode, which is brought to you by Withers Carter Wong. Helping me explain this topic is my guest, Helga Angelina, entrepreneur and founder of Burgreens and Green Rebel. Welcome to the show, Helga. Hi, Chris. What are Burgreens and Green Rebel and where are they based? So Burgreens is a healthy plant-based eatery chain serving delicious Asian and Western cuisines uh, with a farm-to-table concept. And Green Rebel is a food tech startup that develops and manufactures all-natural, whole plant-based meats with authentic Asian flavors. Both businesses are based in Indonesia. Okay, very, very interesting. And this sort of thing actually is, I think, something that many people have dreamed of doing. And many people think of or dream of doing this sort of thing as a side hustle. But for you, it wasn't a side hustle. How did you get into this and how did you approach it? Not as a side hustle, but as a main business option, you went and pursued all out. How did this happen? So yeah, actually, I started Burgreens right after I graduated from college. I would say it was all started because I've been a vegetarian for a long time. So I became vegetarian when I was 15. It was for my health. I had some chronic illnesses since I was a child. And after reading some books around healing to nutrition, I gave the plant-based diet a try for two years. And my health issues were gone. And so that was the start when I became very passionate about this topic. And about nine years ago, I met my business partner, who is also my life partner now, Max, in the Netherlands. So he was a big meat eater. And there was one day that he just shifted to plant-based because he watched some documentaries that linked meat consumption with climate change. I remember he ate sweet soy pork the night before he went plant-based and he just did. He lost 18 kilos in three months, felt a lot healthier. And I guess that was the time when we started talking what we wanted to do, especially after I graduated. And after learning and experiencing ourselves, the health and environmental benefits of plant-based diet, we were discussing on how we can make this diet mainstream in our home country in Indonesia. So after many deep discussions, we decided to make a living out of something that we're passionate about and has health and environmental benefits. And so we decided to return to Indonesia in 2013 and started Burgreens very humbly right after. I would say the first three years was really difficult. It was hell. The scene was totally barren. There was no awareness about healthy food in Indonesia, let alone the word plant-based. And the first three years, I kept thinking about quitting because I thought, is this really the price that you're paying for doing something that is aligned with your passion? But after three years, the business took off and yeah, we grew organically. We opened about two to three stores a year. But after the seventh year of running the restaurant, I think we came to that point of thinking whether the restaurant model alone would help us make this diet mainstream in a short time frame. We thought 
running a restaurant is very resource intensive and very capital intensive. So we were looking for ways to make the products more scalable and something that will enable us to work with other restaurants to actually promote plant-based foods to a more mainstream crowd. So in 2019, that was the time where we actually started Green Rebel. So basically, we started selling the plant-based meats that we have developed for Burgreens. So it's beef alternative and chicken alternative directly to consumers and also to other restaurants. And we think working with restaurants like Starbucks, Pepper Lunch, just very big brand that has a mainstream following, if they talk about the benefits of plant-based foods, then we'll make bigger waves. A lot more people will want to give it a try. That was how we started the business. I see. So Burgreens is the restaurant business and Green Rebel is its sort of that B2B supply side business. Is it B2B or is it B2C? It's both, actually. It's B2B and B2C. I see. You started the restaurant on-premise and then you branched out into supply. Okay, but wow, doing this straight out of school, very challenging, I'm sure. But then you said, no, things take off. You said after two years, things took off. How did things take off? What happened to make things take off? So it was actually on the third year. We just did a lot of market education. For the first three years, we did like monthly events around health and sustainability. We collaborated with a lot of people with KOLs that are living this lifestyle and they're excited about sharing their experience to the crowd. And I think it was just a lot of collaboration. And because it was so new, like Max and I were invited to a lot of talks. So we got to introduce this lifestyle as well as, you know, we talk in those public events. So yeah, I would say that was the thing that made it took off. And also, I think we got help a lot by a lot of KOLs that were our customers. And they became loyal customers and, you know, like they just endorsed the brand and promote it on their social media. I think that helped a lot. What are KOLs? Key opinion leaders. Ah, key opinion leaders. Okay, got it. If you like BT Money Hacks so far, please subscribe to Money Hacks on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Spotify. And like us and give us a rating. And now, back to our conversation with Helga Angelina, entrepreneur and founder of Burgreens and Green Rebel, about how to turn your passions or beliefs into a money-making ESG business. This episode is brought to you by Withers Carter Wong. Now, before the break, Helga, you were telling us about how you started the business, Burgreens and Green Rebel, restaurant business and supply business, and that turning point about three years into your business where all that market education that you invested in finally started to pay off, especially your work with KOLs, as you mentioned, key opinion leaders who are spreading the word about the lifestyle and your business. But I was wondering, did you consciously pursue this ESG angle? Were you aware that it had this much market potential? Because I mean, now it's all the buzz, right? People say ESG, environmental, social governance. It is actually hip. Did you realize how hip it could be when you started out? Because it started out as a personal thing for you and Max, right? Did you realize the market potential when you started out? <laughs> no, actually. I would say I was so green when I started. It started as a passion project. I know that uh, Max and I are both passionate about environment and health, but I didn't imagine that there was going to be this hip around ESG angle of doing a business. We just did something that felt right at that time. Got it. Okay, so what step-by-step -step advice do you have to share with our listeners who are looking to turn their beliefs or passions into a full-fledged business? 
I think the first step is to find your personal mission or purpose. It's something that you'd love to do even without getting paid because I believe that a strong why will help you persist through the challenges that comes with entrepreneurship. And then after you find that, Look for creative ideas on how to commercialize products or services that will help you fulfill that mission or purpose. And then the second step would be to create a business model where the ESG impact is embedded into the business model. Just as an example, in the case of Burgreens and Green Rubble, it's a plant-based product and for Burgreens with a farm-to-table concept, meaning that with every sales that happen, there is a health and environmental benefits that comes with the product. And for every meal served, there is a farmer that gets empowered. So after you are able to embed that impact into the business model, you just focus on building a business, grow the sales, grow the team, and just make the business successful because either way, you will make positive impact with every sales that happen. And I think the key to my learning was when you start, don't try to tackle too many impact points right at the beginning. My mistake was in the first three years, I tried to do so many things. I tried to do the plant-based product, farm-to-table concept, women empowerment, and a few other things. And it was very hard to make it profitable. So I would say just pick one or two impact focus, grow your business. And as you grow your business, then you can add more impact points in your business model. And then the third step, and I think this is very important, it makes or breaks your business. Find a co-founder that shares the same mission or values and have a complementary skill set. Doing business is hard. Having someone by your side to share the ups and downs is very important. And then after you find that co-founder, create a great product, get as many people to try your product and give you feedback. And you need to continuously improve your product based on customer feedback. I think continuous improvement is something that it's a never ending process. You just do it over your business journey time. And lastly, I would say this is important, especially if you want to have a good mental health, build a great team. And for me, building a great team means putting the right person at the right seat, doing the right thing. And for me, the right people means uh, mission aligned, good competence, and great attitude. Actually, great attitude is more important than good competence, in my opinion, because my number one hiring rule is always hardworking, nice people. So yeah, those are the five steps that I would recommend. Got it. Well, since you mentioned women empowerment earlier, I have one last question for you. Do you have any advice for other women who want to start their own business? Or if it could be even better if you could make that advice specific to ESG businesses. Women who want to start an ESG business, do you have any advice to share with fellow women who want to get into this? Sure. So I would say the steps that I shared is both for you know women and men, but especially for women, I hang out with both female and male founders, right? And what I found, the difference was female founders tend to sell their business and themselves based on the traction they've made. And male founders tend to sell their businesses and themselves with the view or the vision of the business. Whereas the women need proof to actually be able to sell themselves. And I would say as you grow your business, it's important to get mentors both male and female. So you would get a lot of advices on how you can present yourself and the company better because that's related to a lot of things, the valuation you get, the kind of investors you attract to your business. So yeah, just be mindful of that difference between male and female founders and learn how the male founders do it because yeah, the numbers speak for itself, right? 97% of the VC funds go to male founders. So we got to learn how they do it. Awesome. Thank you for being on the show, Helga, and for sharing your experience and learnings. Thank you. Thank you, Chris, for having me. We've been telling you how to turn your passions or beliefs into a money-making ESG business with my guest, Helga Angelina, entrepreneur 
and founder of Burgreens and Green Rebel. This episode is brought to you by Withers Carter Wong. That's a wrap for this episode of Money Hacks, a podcast series by The Business Times. But don't forget to subscribe to BT Money Hacks on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts or Spotify and like us and give us a rating. That was an SBH podcast by The Business Times. Find us on Spotify, Apple or Google Podcasts or streaming on Google Home. Do feedback to us at podcast.sbh.com.sg. You can also check out more podcasts on various topics at The Straits Times, The Business Times and Money FM 89.3. Any financial or investment information in this podcast is for use in Singapore only and is intended to be for your general information. Any particular investment or decision should only be made after consulting with a fully qualified financial advisor.